Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. This is episode 556, coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and uh, puppet master. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, I love it. This show, we're basically, uh, we're going to let Jason take us through the trade machine and uh, we've got some Undegoogles for you. Uh, joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, shout out this week uh, to Chuck Diesel. Easy money. Got a birthday coming up. It does. Uh, shout out to you. Shout out. From Moorhead City, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. It's an aspirational city. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, uh, the uh, Pacer Nation and, and my fellow Undefeatables. Um, during the break, Joey uh, told me about a, a guy named, was it John Haiku? Haiku? Shang. Shang. Haiku. Anyway, so I I really quickly wrote a haiku uh, for Joey. Joey is, to me, a benevolent rainstorm, not as good as food. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. That's very, you know, it's been so long since anyone uh, uh, wrote a haiku for me. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just, uh, you know. Find us at Twitter and uh, vote to make Colson have to do one every week. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. Maybe get that tattooed on the small of your back. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, look. I If we get enough Patreons, I will do all these things. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I will get the stamp tramp. I will get the – I'll do a haiku every week, but I need more Patreons. Did you say stamp tramp? You did. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And – how many how many patrons do we need? I'll I'll decide a lot. I, I if, if, when I can quit my job and just live off of their money, then then I'll do it. Oh wait, I already quit All my right. job and I'm living off their money. Never mind. All right. I guess Send in your designs for Colson's tramp stamp. Exactly. He's apparently getting immediately. Uh, from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Uh, just already looking forward to next week's haiku by Colson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need a name for the spot. That was not right. that was not very catchy. Uh, the haiku corner. The high life haiku. The high corner. Like 
corner. My corner. High life corner. Haiku life corner. Oh, that's not bad. The high life. Just the haiku corner. life. Haiku life. <laughs> All right. The champagne of poems. <laughs> 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 I love you guys. <laughs> oh, this has to be a segment now. Um, also, what's going on with uh, Shang Haiku? Can we get his? Uh, can I get his uh, stats on his career as a basketball uh, player? Because yeah, he's he's, he's the one who inspired this whole new highlight. Is. Well, corner. You started this saying that uh, no player has ever been called Haiku, which. Mm, you know, seemed a little bold for me, and I went right to Basketball Reference, which told me that uh, you were not telling the truth. Zhang Haiku played uh, one minute of professional basketball for the Blue Whales in the Chinese League. His career stats, let's just start with his per 36. I think we should start there. Um, he attempted 36.0 uh, field goals per 36. Uh <laughs> How many, did he hit? How many did he hit? Mm, that, I don't think that's relevant to the conversation. <laughs> um, he averaged 36 turnovers per 36 minutes mm. also. Which is assist-to-turnover so, ratio on that? Uh, undefined, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he played He played one minute uh, of a game, and he, and he had uh, uh, one attempted shot, and he missed, and he had a turnover. So since he was on the Blue Whales, maybe since this is the way my brain works, maybe we call it the Blue Whale Minute, and I'll do a haiku at the beginning of every show. The Blue Whale Minute. You gotta sell. You gotta sell us on it. If you can find the script, you can write it into the script, and then Joey ooh, will read ooh. it. <laughs> ooh, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> if it's there, if I don't it's know there, how the internet works. Uh, yeah, I generally will just send a link, and you know, but you'd have to log in, and that's. It's not your bag. Maybe. Log into yeah, what? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I forget all of yeah. my uh, passwords and login names, so. You and you you very rarely have your accounts uh, compromised by the Russian Only hackers. occasionally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd think with how often you forget your own passwords that they'd be rotated relatively frequently. No. Which would result in the issue operational is security. The same one for security. 15 years. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, instead your password is 12345. Did we talk about Patreon yet? Besides the, um, <laughs> the no, if they, if they give me money, I'll get tattoos. That's what I'm saying. I think and haikus, uh, tattoos and haikus, tattoos, tattoos and haikus. And haikus. Uh, that's all the. Those are our stretch goals. Um, but right now, if, if you head over to uh, Patreon.com/slash Undebeatables, you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. Um, but if you want the uh, if you want to land the uh, big game, which is uh, a stamp tramp, as you call it, um, that's correct. Which just sounds like it just sounds like some violence, you know. And it sounds like misogynistic violence is what it sounds like. Um, but I was thinking more against like hobos, or not hobos, <laughs> yes, were... actual tramps, right? Because yeah. we learned that uh, there's a hierarchy. <laughs> exactly. There's a hobo union. <laughs> and tramps are not a part of it. They are not. 
All right, so uh, we spent a uh, large chunk of our uh, our show on Tuesday uh, or Monday talking about the uh, some potential traits. Um, Are you just giving me that, the leeway to put it out on Tuesday? Is that what that was? Did, did no, <laughs> not even a little bit. Okay. Uh, we took a uh, we took a long part of our show released at the correct time earlier this week. <laughs> uh, there's been d- d- discuss- discussions about uh, some some Pacers that maybe maybe on the trading block. Um, the the three that that have, you know sort of hit the uh, 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 rumors the most have been uh, Sabonis, Miles Turner, and Karis Levert. Um, I mean, I think probably everybody else is is um, um, already traded. No, it's already no. traded. Yeah, or uh, everybody else is on the table except for Brogdon, who by contract cannot be traded this season. So, um, Jason, I think you you said you may have some uh, potential trades, things that uh, you know might might be helpful to us. But uh, what do you got for us? Well, so I thought, yeah, since we're uh, you know, heading for a rebuild or a, a rejiggering of the roster. Uh, you know, let's throw some thing, some things out there. Let me see how you guys feel about them, and uh, we can start envisioning our new uh, overlords and cool. welcome them mm-hmm. to uh, you know our world. So these trades come uh, from a a very interesting sort of back and forth conversation between Seth Partnow. Danny LaRue and Sam Vecini uh, on The Athletic, who had a little article uh, out last week. Um, and they come largely in, in two categories. So sort of Karis LeVert trades or Sabonis Turner. It's, you know, so people that are might be in need of a big guy. Right. Or people that might want to win. And, and okay. this was kind of my idea as well. Like, we're probably not going to trade both Sabonis and Turner. Uh, we're pro- likely going to trade one of them, and if we're really tearing everything down, we'll also probably trade Lippert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or maybe we can get Warren healthy enough to trade him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. Actually, that was the most interesting part of this article to me. Was the very end was like uh, Warner uh, or Warren is the most likely piece to be moved. Like once oh. he gets oh. on the floor and is oh. proven healthy, like he's out the door. I mean, his stock. You know, he's not going to be playing any better than the last time we saw him play. Right, mm-hmm. right, for sure. Okay, so do we? Okay, I'll do. Let's do the Levert trades first because they're the they're sort of a one to one kind of swap swap out kind of thing, so we can think about them easily. How do you feel about adding uh, the final year of Buddy Heald and his contract uh, to the Pacers in exchange for Karis Levert? from the kings mm. the kings who are always in uh lottery land i doubt we could extract a draft pick from them correct but a straight up swap for buddy healed and then if you like buddy healed you could try to resign him or you got cap space uh well i mean what's his what's his current contract he's he's getting ready to be he's he's in his rookie contract still correct he is in the final year of his deal, I believe. Give me well, so what I would say off the bat is that I'm not sure Sacramento makes that one-to-one. Um, what does that do for them? I mean, don't they want – they've got 
I feel like they'd probably want something else out of us. Mm. I was mistaken. According to Hoopsite, uh, Buddy Heald still has two more years on his deal. Mm. But it's a declining contract, so 23-21 and then 19. Oh, okay, so weird... he's already signed out of his rookie deal and he's into this thing. Okay. Yep. Right, but he's got three years left at $80 million yep. or $65 million. Uh, Something like that, roughly. Yep. And Karis LeVert has, what, two years left? I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> he has one year left. So, so he he has this year and he's expired. So he's seventeen and a half this year, and so do we want to go nineteen next year? Okay, so he's not an expiring. So he has one more year. Correct. Okay, so do we want to go add another year on uh, for a guy who's younger and potentially a better fit? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel about him with Malcolm Brogdon? He's better at catch and release shooter. He's a much better shooter than Levert. That's for sure. He is, although his three-point percentage has been declining since 2016, basically. 2017, Mm. which is a weird thing. He's on a declining contract, right? (laughs) Right, right, exactly. (laughs) You get what you pay for. (laughs) Um, Isn't that always the case? To the point where this season he's only shooting 35% from behind the arc, which... It's not what you think of when you think of Buddy Heald. No. Right. So Miles Turner shoot our our big our center is shooting better than him, who's a two guard. Right, so yeah. you guys don't seem very excited about this. Well, I mean, I, I I mean, I I'm not opposed to it because I feel like he might fit better in the sense that he's not a guy that needs the ball. He's not a ball stopper, but he's also a guy. You know, Karis LeVert is also a guy who can get us a bucket when we need it, and. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if Buddy Heedle is that. Is that. Yeah. If he's playing one of those games where he's in Fuego, then yes. But oh, that sure. Happens of course. Once every course. 10 games. Right. I mean, this is why he's not a franchise player for Sacramento, right? Because he's not right. proven it. Yeah. Joey, what do you think? You like this deal? Or no? I don't know. I mean, I I like Buddy Heel, but uh, my concern is, is, is he going to stay? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you got him for two more years. If you, that's a that's a problem for future Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Screw that guy. That's what I've always said. Uh, um, I don't know. I guess I kind of felt like it's kind of neutral. Um, mm. If there's something else to sweeten the deal, but if it's just a straight up swap, then what's the point? Then uh, yeah, mm. yeah. Not hearing a lot of excitement, Harper. No, yeah. no, I'm not. I, I feel like I liked Buddy Heald a lot more before I started looking at his numbers. Like his PER <laughs> last year ended up at twelve point eight. Mm. Like I don't watch mm. a lot of Kings ball clearly, but I definitely thought the Buddy Heald was playing better for them than that. Yeah, the question with him is it, how much of that is he's just needs to get the Sacramento stink off of him and get a new environment, and then I mean, get like, energized, get a new stink, get some of that Pacer stack. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's the name of the pod, by, by the way. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, how about uh, a guy that, that Rick Carlisle recently coached and may be intrigued by, um, Tim Hardaway Jr. of the Dallas Mavericks. In exchange for what? For, uh, just straight up? Just straight up, yeah. 
straight for Levert. I think the salaries are pretty close. Let me look it up real quick. Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. on a four-year deal. He's making 21-3 this year, but by the end of that deal, he's only making 16. I'm out. He had a great game against us last week. <laughs> sure. But he's he's one of these... Uh, I feel like he's one of these all-or-nothing players. Like, if he's not scoring the ball, you're not getting anything. I think he's too small. I think he's the – no, I'm out. I'm, I, I, I don't think he's the player I want on my team. Wow. That was unequivocal. Yeah, <laughs> that was quick. Uh, I mean, he's definitely an imperfect player. Um, you know, I mean, stat-wise, he just doesn't shoot the ball very well. Um right. He may fit into our concept better, and he may be a better teammate. And at this point, I don't know if that's not what we're looking for. <laughs> right, but do you think? I mean, I mean, is Karis LeVert a bad teammate? Do I don't have know. Any for that, something don't smell right in Den- Denmark, though, bud. I like. I kind of like the. Um, I think he fits okay with Brogdon. Brogdon's a big enough guard that they could sort of like. You know, you're not undersized in the backcourt. Which I think is, uh, the, which is why it works in Dallas now, because you essentially have Luca. I mean, as the point there, he's sneakily um, listed at six five. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't believe he does that not at all. Look no, that tall. He plays about <laughs> six two. Yeah. Plays Joe, six you have two. thoughts on <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr.? I mean, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of out on it too. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, not super exciting, and I don't know. Like I, I, I like. I like having Levert, and they're going to need to bring. I need a better offer than that. So, okay. uh, Joey, I just want to make sure that this is probably just a nickname issue, right? Because, like, you love yeah. the nickname Viceroy for Karis Levert, and you probably don't like the nicknames for Tim Hardaway Jr., I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Um... Yeah, it's THJ. Yeah, it's not as good as the Viceroy. No. It's not. So, so Tim Hardaway Sr., his nickname is Timbug, which I like that better. If we could do a package deal. <laughs> for, a, for a 55-year-old Tim Hardaway Sr. Yeah. We might need him on the bench, coaching, just for mentorship purposes, if nothing else. Actually, Colson, well done. He is 55 years old exactly. Dang. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay, uh, this next one, uh, I saw someplace else, uh, quasi-intriguing, but not really. Cleveland, this year, is playing surprisingly good basketball. They are. Yeah, they have the record Fancies that we themselves. should right. right. They fancy themselves as a playoff team, but they might want to do some things to uh, cement that. One of their young guards... Colin Sexton right. is out, mm, right? They don't and want him. injured. So you can imagine that they m- might want to trade this young fella for a little bit more scoring punch. Maybe a guy named Karis Levert. You'd probably have to add other players to make the contracts work because somehow Cleveland is over the salary cap because they pay Kevin Love a crap ton of money. Uh, so maybe they throw in. Seti Osmond, <laughs> uh, or Seti Osmond, or do you, uh, any interest in Colin Sexton? Do you see him as a future guy? He's on the second to last year of his rookie deal. 
is you could do a qualifying offer for next year for eight mil or something like that. I feel like you guys are always the ones that are high on their backcourt and not me. But I think that this is a super intriguing trade. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually more interested in this one than, than the other. Here's ones. here's my deal: if Cleveland's giving up on him, if they're like, it's you the, know, they know he's good. They said we have the, <laughs> the decision between Sexton and Garland, and we're going with Garland and screw Sexton because he's too small and he can't work on the backcourt with Garland. So let's just get rid of him for Karis LeVert, who would be better for them. I feel like we're getting screwed unless we get like a draft pick out of it. Okay, let's say they throw a lottery protected. Yep, I'm in then. I'll take it. You would do it for a lottery protected pick. Okay, cool. And and Sexton and uh, what? What's the other guy you said? He said Garland. No, I think you were not getting him. <laughs> no, I didn't say Garland. No, uh, Sexton. You said Sexton. Sexton and, uh, and Osmond. Osmond. Chetty. Oh. Yeah. And if and if a lottery protected first round, I think I'd probably do that. I mean, I think you would too, but I don't think you're getting all that, bud. Well, that's the only way I'm doing it. Otherwise, I'm I'm not sure that Sexton is the answer to any question anybody's ever asked. I mean, <laughs> he is the answer to a dude who's, you know, who's a dude who scored 24 points a game last year. Yeah. Um, who can't stay in front of anybody and is too short to put any, uh, a hand in anybody's face. Is he on the court? Yeah. He played. Not right now. I mean, not right now, but. But yeah, he, in he general, he's a pretty healthy. Yeah. I mean, my biggest dig on him would be his total lack of three-point shooting, but he's still young enough that he could correct that. But, I mean, his ability to get to the rack and break down defenses, it's there. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that. Well, one of the things that we have right now is size. And uh, imagine Help. imagine a McConnell uh, Sexton bench like we're both they're both like what five two five one they're not five one that sounds about right yeah and they they play closer to six feet though but you know that said i mean you know if this is the trade that we're making we're keeping you know three gigantic front line guys three seven footers on our team Right. I For mean, sure. I, you sure. know, obviously you like to have size and length on your perimeter, but if you've got two seven footers on the floor at all times, I mean, that's meant in part to make up for that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, what just sort of a side conversation on these, the, the Levert trades is do we feel like he's not panned out or do we feel like he, like he's part of the problem? Uh, I mean, his health issue, you know, he had health issues, but he's back, you know, and he's, and he's, you know, as of recently, he's been playing the best ball, basically, that he's been playing since he's been in, in Indy. Um, I mean, I think that my opinion of Karis LeVert is that he's not quite as good as you want him to be. Like, he's a very talented ball handler. He can score relatively well. He does not shoot the ball particularly well, especially especially from deep. Uh, And he is not as good a defender as you think he would be. In my opinion, it's a question of engagement for him on the on the defensive end. Like he clearly has the athletic ability to be a defender, right? Exactly. And when he is engaged, he's an excellent defender. But that happens rarely, you know. 
And I feel like with that, you know, energy that you're saving on the defensive end, at least be going hard to the rack and getting to the free throw line. But he's averaging, you know, a career low 2.2 free throw attempts a game right now. That's not it's not what you need, right? Yep. Well, to be a little a little fair, they did change those some of the rules this year. Everybody's shooting less free throws this year. I mean, last year he was at 4.2. I mean, we moved Victor Oladipo. Yeah. For him. I mean, and we needed was more than a little forced. Of course. Yeah, exactly. And I thought we got a really good player back in return. Really I, I good. think Karis LeVert is a very good player. Totally. But he's not a leader. Um, and he's not uh, really too much of a difference maker on the floor. Like, look, he's solid. He's solid. He's doing what we need him to do. But, yes, I understand why he's on the block. I mean, the the thing I think to your question, Joey, that's sort of hidden from us is, you know, who do we think the problem guys are in the locker room? Because at this point, I think probably the organization, at least, if not us as well, thinks that there's at least one or two guys in there. Right. Um, right. And I, I guess I would agree with those guys that, you know, TJ Warren is shaping up to be the first to go as soon as we can offload him. Um, but. You know, I, I don't know exactly where Karis LeVert falls. I agree. I, I never got a sign that, you know, an outward sign anyway, that, that he was a real problem. So, yeah, you'd like to get some value back. Um, but in terms of what he's actually given us in the win-loss column this year, it, I mean, it hasn't been super impressive between the injuries, the poor three-point shooting, and, you know, not being always engaged defensively. It, 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 it hasn't been the sweetest honeymoon, right? Yeah, but I think it's less of he's a problem for the team and more of he's a dude of value. He's an asset sure. that you could get value back for. But I mean, but the, but the things Somebody we're doing right now, the draft pick. But the trades we're talking about are things that doesn't seem to me like equal value. Like, Buddy Heald, maybe. You know, like I mean, what? what I, you know, I don't know Sexton, maybe. But like, I mean, what? Should we so just it should be... be said. So these trades that I came up with again are from that article, and the way they approached it was these are teams that would be interested in getting a Karis Levert. No, I, I get that, so but what I'm saying is like I'm not sure that makes us better than Karis Levert. I feel like maybe um, is anybody going to give us a draft pick for him? Potentially, I think potentially somebody. Yeah. Could I mean, you're not going to get a top ten, but you can right. get a draft pick. <laughs> I mean, the problem is in the Eastern Conference, there's like 12 teams that are all within like four games of one another. So you're not quite at the point where teams are like, we're a piece away from making a run or we're a piece away from, you know, cementing ourselves into the playoffs. Everybody thinks they're they're fine with their squad right now. And in the West, it's the, you know, you weirdly have a bunch of crap teams. That you have are like three good teams, right and now. that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> we still might make it. You know, like, why make right. a move? So, um, all right. What, Joey, do you want to say, let's take a break, maybe? Yeah. And then, I was just uh, we'll say, do, we, should, do we should do that. Turner Sabonis uh, deals in the second half. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> let's, let's take a quick one. I'm going to come back with a stat of the week. Ooh. And, um, stat of the yeah, week. And, and, I think we uh, missed one last week, buddy. Uh, we did, we did. Um, but so this one, I think this one makes up for it because it's intense. Mm. You guys have cool. heard the, uh, the joke, right? So it, so a guy runs into a psychiatrist's office and he says, I'm a wigwam, I'm a teepee, I'm a wigwam, I'm a teepee, I'm a wigwam, I'm a teepee. And the psychiatrist says, relax, you're too tense. <laughs> 
collected by a father. Nightlight by the ocean, enslaved by devotion. Sexual emotions, the passionate convulsions. The waves we ride compulsive to save the night's attire. Your demand is to perspire, your demand is to desire. Not materialistic objects, unto real amount release, unto real amount of peace. Let us straight from the beach, in the room of living. The grace we taste of French, the kiss we taste is French. To the edge we close an inch, hearts are synchronized, matching our BPM. Love we must be in, to leave I must we in. Hours turn to days, our souls are what we gave. Until we're out of attention, now we're quiet like detention. Memory retention, this isn't what we mentioned. When we said we wanted no other, no secrecy and lovers. The decency of covers, it's like we entered another portal. Where the love became immortal, exchange was more than oral. Man, it feels like San Diego, inquiring for Carmen. West of us, Pacific, Oceanside apartment. You owe furnished, antique and modern. Shelf of vintage vinyl, collected by our father. Man, it feels like San Diego. Inquiring for Carmen, West of us Pacific, Oceanside apartment. You owe furnished, antique and modern, shelf of vintage vinyl, collected by her father. We are back from the break, and uh, before we get into uh, the second part of our discussion about uh, how we are going to dis- dismantle the Pacers. <laughs> Um, we want to bring up my stat of the week. Joey, stat of the week! I learned recently that, um, you know, we, we talk, you know, we, we've got uh, our friend, the beekeeper, Greg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, buzz, you know, buzz, I, fool suckers. He's taught us a lot about uh, bees. He's, and I, you know, he uh, inspired me to keep bees for a couple years. And,. Uh, I thought I knew a lot about bees, but um, I learned recently that there are um, vulture bees that um, they will eat. They will eat flesh. They will eat, uh, you know, carrion. Dead. They're not uh, predators, but they will eat. uh, They'll eat meat. And (laughs) I've not heard of anything like that. Gut bacteria are, are very similar to what was or what what's in like a vulture. Um, gut bacteria was the name of my band in high school. Gut bacteria was yeah nice. Um, I just like so I like I think it leads to good quotes like this one. The vulture bee microbiome is enriched in acid loving bacteria, which are novel bacteria that their relatives don't have. That was plagiarized so, for me. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, it says these bacteria are similar to ones found in actual vultures as well as hyenas and other carrion feeders presumably to help protect them from pathogens that show up on carrion are there other in, i mean obviously there are other insects that are carnivorous right i mean so. flies love dead meat right right the maggots do yeah and like yeah, praying mantises as we discussed on the undergoogables. So, uh, well, they the they were eating of... they were eating other insects though. They weren't like like preying that's, on. That's a carnivore, right? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but I mean, are they are they like eating off dead human flesh as opposed to carrion eaters? That's a good. I mean, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, if you eat a live bug versus a carrion, 
flesh. Yeah, I've always thought it was funny. Humans love to call themselves carnivores, but we're actually not at all. We're carrion eaters. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah. Wait, does carnivore mean like you eat a live animal? Or what's the... I mean, carniv- I mean, we're the only species that cooks its food. Period. Yeah. True. So, yeah, every other species eats raw meat. Right. After it dies it, right? Right. And, you know, the lazy ones like us who just walk far but not fast because we can't hunt anything until, you know, we get really smart and make tools. But we were just designed to walk a long way and find dead crap and eat it. It's <laughs> 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 like what we did. Shout out evolution. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. Shout out figuring out fire. It really made a difference in our quality of life. They're stingless bees, too. And they have teeth. Mm, I don't Whoa. like that. Ali it's said, uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Should he have said, float like a butterfly, don't sting like a bee? <laughs> bite like a bee? Bite, bite like a bee. Bite like a bee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys want to hear some more uh, yeah. ways to blow up our team? Yeah, so I don't feel like we got anywhere last time. I just disagreed with all the trades. I agree with you. I agree okay. with you. This, uh, these trades might be a little juicier for your palate. Okay. Okay. So now these are you know trade one of our big guys, Sabonis or Turner. It seems like most teams are more interested in Turner than they are Sabonis. Hmm. Okay. So first, um, Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets need a big guy. They're relying way too much on a a Zeller. (laughs) A Zeller or a a Plumley. I forget which one. One or the other, right? Yeah. (laughs) What are your feelings about getting a, not next year, but um, a 2024 first-round draft pick from them? Uh, James Booknight, who was their first-round draft pick this year, and... Kelly Oubre Jr. to make the salaries work for uh, Miles Turner, for Charlotte, for either one of those guys. I, if I could have that for Miles Turner, I'd, I just I don't even need to think about it. Wow, really? you're done, huh? Yep. You love Kelly Oubre? No, I love James Booknight in their first round draft pick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't hate Kelly Oubre, and he uh, also has value that I can flip out again. Not a lot. A little. Not a lot, but. What's he's his got contract? interesting hair. He's kind of he he's the fun guy to watch. Exactly, and we need fun because guys he, to watch. He might be a knucklehead. Yeah, a <laughs> no, we need one of them. We uh, also need a knucklehead. We're checking all kinds yeah. of boxes. Boy, Harper jumped Coulson on that so like fast. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think that doesn't make me happy. I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs two years from now, so the draft pick would be <clears throat> outside the lottery. Don't know that. I mean, like yeah. that's the whole thing about gambling and getting assets right like so if you're going to rebuild your team the the strategy is collect as many young players and draft picks as you can because you don't know what's going to happen the golden state warriors were in the lottery last year and got the number three pick three years ago would you have guessed that you would no. have said no way i'm not taking your draft picks golden do you remember state when warriors. philly like totally tanked to get all those picks uh-huh and how are they doing now they got two franchise players. One of them doesn't even play, and they're like third in the East. And yeah, they're way better going to make a move. And get, <laughs> uh, yeah, they were a Kawhi Leonard 
triple, you know, quadruple bouncing three-pointer from being in the Eastern Conference Finals and probably going to the finals two years ago. All right. Okay. So you're are you saying that we need to tank and just get a bunch of draft picks? I'm no. saying if that's your if your strategy is to rebuild, the way to do it is to get as many uh, chips, as many shots at the uh, ch- bites at the apple, yes. whatever the analogy is you want to go with. So, um, so you're saying book night and a draft pick and uh, Ubre and salary to make salaries match. Yeah, like, and we still got a competent. It makes us worse. We still got a competent. I mean, not does it a lot because Goga is actually looking about as good a shot blocker, you know, per minute as Turner does. I mean, granted, he's not playing against the same competition, but it's not that big of a downgrade. Book also, night. We're already pretty bad. So. Yeah. Right. Book night is a legit guy. Right, I mean, he could have gone higher than he did in the draft. He can play. All right. Um, I, I would. I would, I would. I would have a meeting about it. Is all I'm saying. Okay. I'd have a meeting. You'd have about a meeting. It. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. This was the meeting. The right Thanks for attending. <laughs> Consensus it's is being we would done do without that. me. Joey, on. how do you feel about this? Uh, I, I, I could, uh, I, I'd, I'd hold a, a second meeting about this. <laughs> uh, okay. After I, you'd have you know, a, you'd it. have a Moorhead City meeting about it. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's where we should all hold right. all of our conferences. All right, next one, going in a slightly different direction. There was lots of talk of Pacers trading for Ben Simmons earlier in the year. I suppose it'd potentially make something happen. We might need need to get a third team involved um, because Philly has a lot of big dudes already, or at least one major big dude that they like. How do you feel about Ben Simmons? Uh, Probably throw in, they have a couple young guys, Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe. They don't have a ton of draft picks, I don't think, that they can throw our way, but those guys are essentially draft picks for this year. I don't know anything about them. Well, so I, I will let Joey know the nicknames. Okay. So nicknames include Simo the Savage, okay. Young Socialite, mm, Fresh Prince. I love it. Peacemaker. I don't know if these still apply. Benny. And the Jets. I don't know where I don't know who the Jets are. Maybe we're the Jets. I got no <laughs> nobody wants to be the Jets. The Yank, Big Ben, and the Wizard of Oz. He's got a lot of nicknames. Benjamin David Simmons. Let's bring him in. Just for all the nicknames. Harper, would you you like it? Or? I, I have a really difficult time knowing what to think about Ben Simmons because of the way that he and the organization have treated each other. Uh, there's sure. no one without blame in that. Um, I'm pretty hesitant. I, this is a team that also shut us down time after time after time, right? So I don't know how willing yeah. they are to trade right. us at all. Right. Um, I, I would be pretty hesitant. It's one of those things where, you know, I would love to talk to Ben Simmons for 15 minutes and try and get inside his head and figure out where he's actually at. Uh, but, I mean, he's a 6'11 guy who can handle the ball, get to the rack, first, I mean, all NBA defense guy. I mean, there's a right. lot, lot to like there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're an organization that teams, seems to be struggling with cohesion, and I don't know if he's the answer to that problem. Yeah, I mean, that's the big question mark. I mean, that is the only reason that he's on the block. Right. And the only reason that nobody else has offered up an actual, like, all-star right. for him. 
what about this is in the mode of uh, uh, a reboot and uh, would involve getting a player a former pacer back Colson loves a reboot I do uh, San Antonio Spurs <gasps> give me Thad Young very interested give me Thad Young in, uh, Sabonis. so we could have Thad Young Josh Primo their, who was their 2021 first round draft pick have them throw in their 2022 first round draft pick and then probably uh, your choice of Derek White, Keldon Johnson, or Lonnie Walker, the fourth, I believe he is. Okay. Joey's nodding his head. Joey likes this. I'm team. loving this. this. I love this. You team. know what? Here's the thing. I don't like dealing with the Spurs because they're they're smarter than you. Right. You know? And they always win. So see, I think it's a tra- it's a <laughs> Kawhi trap. Leonard. Yeah. Right. It's a trap. It's a trap. Okay. Whoever we trade is going to be unlocked and be way better than they were on our team because we mm. lack imagination. So we're always going to lose no matter what trade we put out there unless we heavily win the trade. And I like the idea of two draft picks, a young talent, and courageous heart coming back my way. I love this idea. Like that's, that's a, a lot of bites of the apple. a team that you don't think can develop talent? What's the point? It's a lot of bites of the apple, at least. Okay. <laughs> that hopefully those people just coach themselves. <laughs> Everyone, we're going to lose this trade. We're going to lose this trade. So we should not make a trade is what you're saying. Something's going to happen, but we're going to lose this trade. Either big guy is going to go out and be better. And and all the Karis LeVert things you threw at me was like almost like an apple for an apple. Like it's not going to make us better. So I don't know what we're doing. So many fruit metaphors. Do you want do you want one of those like grape apple hybrids? Is that what you're looking for? Grapple. You had those? Have you, is that what? They, yeah, I think they're called grapples. Have you had those before? Colson likes grappa. Grape that's the size of a kiwi. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird thing. Uh, right? Yeah, no, I think they're like uh, yeah, they're called grapples. So yeah, they're just like they're made in a or no made in a lab. I think there's a kiwi thing that's the size of a grape. No, this is a joke from earlier. We were talking about oh. these huge grapes that uh, oh, Colson yeah. kept saying, like, it's like a kiwi. <laughs> right. I realized, I just realized I've been saying the name wrong of this product for the, the whole time. It's it's Grapel. Of course it's Grapel. Why is it not mm. Grapple? I've um, only read also, it, obviously. Um, yeah. And also, I didn't realize the way they make these is they soak them in a solution of concentrated grape flavor. Uh, and water to make the the, uh, the apple flesh taste like a Concord grape. Mm. Uh, That's super so weird. Just, it is, and I'm sad that I had done this in the past. Grape kiwis are just a thing. All right. <laughs> Sounded like the San... Everybody, everybody's in on dealing I, with San Antonio. I, I, Harper, what do you think? I, I mean, I don't love it. I, I, I actually... I am don't super worried. It. I mean, there's a lot of talent to pick off there. Um, but I think I think it's a bonus that they want. I think it's less so Turner. You know, totally. if we can get you know Derek White and you know Primo and a first rounder, like yeah, I could see that. But you know, oh, you know what? I would like to see a Popovich coached Miles Turner, like not for the Pacers, but like I think it would be pretty. cool I would to watch. love to see that for the Pacers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, oh, if we could get Popovich. Yeah, I, w- I will trade Turner for Pop. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Then what do you what do you do with uh... <laughs> and then have him coach him uh, by uh... by iPod stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors are back in the championship hunt. Maybe they could use a rim defender. They got a bunch of young dudes. I'm taking Wiseman. Would you be interested in Wiseman? And Moody. Oh, you want Moody too? Yeah. You you would rather have Moody than Kaminga? Mm, oh, good question. What about Poole? Can I have Poole? Probably not. I would take uh, I would Wiseman, take... Kaminga, and probably I think they need to throw in another contract, Damian Lee or something like that. To well, if I can have two of those guys for either, they probably want Miles Turner, right? Because they need a rim defender. They'd probably that would actually, be my guess. But you know what? They they actually don't need defense. They're the number one defense in the league. Uh, Sabonis being a passer down low for them would also be good. I think they'd get better by either one of our big men. If I could take two of the four names that you that we mentioned, I would do it. I think we're just helping them win a title, though. I mean, because I think our big men are really good. Does it matter? No, because yeah, we're not. We're gonna, in, it's not like we're going to meet them in the finals. It, exactly anything. right. There's a yeah. right. Joey, thoughts? Uh, I mean, I haven't seen these guys play maybe as much. Um, I could, I could, I could go for some. I could go for some good upside. Um, Harper, what about you? I, I'm, I, I guess I'm just a little. I mean, I agree that yeah, I would trade Turner for all their young talent that they just tanked a season to draft. You know what I mean? Like that would be awesome. But I a I don't really know why they want Turner because Wiseman is their Turner. I mean, granted, he's not going to be as good a shot blocker. But I don't know. I, I find it a bit of a confusing trade if I'm the Warriors. But yeah, I would happily take Moody off their hands for it. <laughs> I'm super hit on that. I have two, and Kaminga, and Poole, and yeah, White. Yeah, I would take me, any of those guys. Give me all the Warriors team. <laughs> I'll be happy. They have so much depth right now, and it doesn't even, oh, God. And they're just still leading the league. Yeah, they're set up for a generation right now. Yeah, exactly. So I'm happy to pick off that. Yeah. I, mm. I, I think that, that would be an unlikely outcome for us, but I'd be into it. What do you think, Jason? Do you think there's there's life in that trade? I don't know. I don't know that Golden State would like needs to do anything. Right. I don't know that it cements them any more into like the top spot or whatever. Right. Um I mean I think they I think they feel like they can win a championship with Draymond at five. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Agree. I, I think that's exactly how they feel. And I think that and it's not like adding Turner or Sabonis would make them the the hands down favorite against right. you know Brooklyn or Milwaukee or Phoenix right now, right. and so yeah yeah it's like they would add Turner but he wouldn't even play crunch time minutes for them right so right. like what's the point so yeah. um but yes I agree with you Harper I I <laughs> like Wiseman I like Kaminga I like Moody like I would take those dudes. <laughs> And have a nice, you know, young, exciting crew to watch. Like, I'd be I'd be down for that. So, anyway, so those are some of the options that are out there that, that people are talking about. You know, who knows if anything will actually happen. Um, oh, no, Jason. So, uh, when this comes out, this will be after, the, this will be the 15th, or it'll be after the 15th. 
So that's It'll when after the fifteenth. Yeah, that's when most of the contracts that were signed in the offseason become tradable. So between December fifteenth and the trade deadline, which is in early February, this is going to get super heightened. All this conversation is going to be crazy. Um, and I believe that we will trade one of these players that we've mentioned before February's deadline. Okay. I think that I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to guarantee that. In fact, are you including Warren? You... Yes. Would you write a haiku about it? I will next week. Okay. Jason, since we made you host, I don't feel like we, we got the most feedback from you. Did you have like, I mean, besides, you know, you know, just taking the Warriors team. Do you, do you have a favorite <laughs> trade? Yeah. I mean, I like the reboot idea. Like, I think trading with San Antonio seems like the thing that's most likely to happen is sending Sabonis their way and, and getting uh, Primo, who I don't know a lot about, but the Spurs drafted him, so they must have liked. There must be something good about him, um, and another draft pick, and you know, bringing Thad Young back, and you know, maybe one other piece. Like, I think that's a nice like reenergization of like the franchise. Like, at least we're moving in a different direction, which I think is exciting to me. Hey, by the way, uh, this is not related, but. <laughs> Oh, well, we can't allow it we, on the show then. Exactly. Wait, wait. We, we are very tight. We run this show, this shit very tight. We have two players on our team that are, uh, their nicknames are the baby versions of other players, which I think is. <laughs> so Karis Levert is, his nickname is Baby Durant. Uh, no, his nickname and... is Viceroy. Okay. Well, that's not what basketball reference says. Well, Viceroy. Well, Durant uh, is Daddy Viceroy. <laughs> and Keelan Martin is Baby Shaq. Hasn't which... there been like 20 Baby Shaqs? I, I don't know. Eddie Martin Curry. More than that, probably. Uh, so I don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Kmart is Keelan Martin. That's obvious. So we're, you know, that's done. And Viceroy is. Um, if you'll listen to our previous show, is Karis LeVert. So shut up, uh, basketball reference. <laughs> Boy, a lot of yelling at inanimate objects, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, our favorite site. Chill out, man. Right. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's basically <laughs> where I get all my information. Thanks for all you do, basketball reference. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll link to you and... I might have to make a donation now. <laughs> yeah, there's actually four four players that are nicknamed Baby Shaq. Eddie Curry. Eddie Curry. Big yeah. Baby. Uh, no. No, not oh. Big Baby? Oh. No. I'm out. Uh, yeah. Keelan Martin, Nathan Jawai. Don't know who that is. Who, play, who played... Uh, who played... Uh, 2009-2010... Minnesota Timberwolves. His nicknames were also, uh, well, his Nathan Jawai. His nicknames were also. This one showed up. Nate just showed up as a nickname. That's not a nickname. That's his name. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he also was known as Outback Shack, Aussie Shack, oh, and Baby Shack. So I'm guessing Outback Shack. I okay. like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Except obviously he wasn't very good. But he's right. Australian though, potentially. Good day, mate. 
The other one here is, oh man, it is a name. He is from Cameroon. Sophocles Scorsonitis. Um, Sophocles, I'm with you on. I lost you after that. Oh, it's Sophocles. Okay. Sophocles Scorsonitis. Well, I can tell you that Sophocles was a Greek philosopher. Yeah, but it's spelled S-O-F-O-K-L-I-S. Sophocles. 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 Shorsonitis. 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 Yeah, it sounds like something. It sounds like a rash you get when you're, you know, when you're wearing them John Stockton shorts, right? (laughs) He was Baby Shack and Big Big Sofo. Oh, Big Sofo was my my band in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Knew we'd get there eventually. Uh, all right. In, wrap in it more up, head city. <laughs> yeah. Also, also r- always wrap it up. It's always a good idea. Mm. Safe sex well, matters. I think it's time to end the show. Forever? Not forever. Not probably in just until Monday. Um, but until then, uh, you can find us on the internet. We are on Twitter at Undebeatables. We are on... Um, on Facebook.com slash The Unbeatables. We're on TheUnbeatables.com. There is a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. You can send us an email. Shout out at TheUnbeatables.com. And we got a uh, uh, store on our website slash store. That's going to have a bunch of new t-shirts in. We just have to vote on them. You, you were going to make a... You were going to make the. You're you going to have to prove that you were uh, 18 or older, right, to buy from the store. It's going to be pretty filthy, right? <laughs> well, I simply strap on something. I don't know. That's fair, though, right? Yeah. We can't even. Ha- ha- there's not even a picture, Joey, of the t shirt on the website. It's just parental <laughs> advisory. <laughs> it's, over. It's, it's, just like, it's like blurred out. It's blurred out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for. Uh, the architect Donnie Walsh and our once and always Hall of Fame coach Bobby Sick Leonard turn out the lights the party's over wow so matter of fact well I love you yeah. guys I'm just uh, I just I, I just want to get back to talking to you hmm. ignore, oh. ignore the uh-huh. singing let's chat more about hmm. basketball what about the other 555 times <laughs> 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 